You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Swan Beauty, Leah Humphrey herself. Now let's talk about the beauty industry for women. I'm a married man, and this number does not surprise me, but the beauty industry for women in the United States is a staggering $62 billion business. And that goes up to $511 billion worldwide in 2021 alone. Now, you might guess there's a lot of money to be made in the beauty business, but of course, there's a lot of challenges as well. Now, in a year when a lot of women just didn't feel comfortable shopping for makeup because of COVID, salons were shut down, two Charlotte women brought a beauty box right to your door. Leah is an artificial intelligence and data pro who is looking for a way to bring a customer or a great customer experience to a new product. Now, Lindsay Reagan Thorne is a local beauty influencer who owns her own company as a makeup artist. The two came together and they created Swan Beauty. And Swan Beauty is a way to shop for all your personalized cosmetics and apply them without ever having to hit the mall. Now, I'm excited to hear about this. I think my wife is going to be super excited to hear about this. But Leah is here bringing her beautiful ideas to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Thank you, Leah, for joining us. We cannot wait to hear about Swan Beauty. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you, Leah. Uh, and you told our story so well. That's <laughs> right. Hopefully, hopefully we got that yeah, right. Hopefully right? we nailed it. So tell us about <laughs> your background. You're a data cruncher, but with a background in apparel and textiles, and, and it's just more than makeup. What were your first 20 years of your professional career like? So I started out after college with um, Anderson, Arthur Anderson Consulting. Um, and that was kind of my first exposure to utilizing data to solve a problem. Um, and that lasted about two years. And then I quickly learned I needed um, to move into a different industry. And so that's when I moved into um, fashion and retail and got on the marketing side, which is also very, very data intensive. Um, and I worked with Saks Fifth Avenue and I was a brand manager at Louis Vuitton in Europe for a while. Um, and then after that, I started um, working with VF, which is a local company, to, local to North Carolina. They're, they were based in Greensboro, working in their innovation group. And a lot of what we did in innovation was try to um, make the customer experience a better one. Um, and we realized pretty quickly on that brick and mortar was um, not what it once, what, what it used to be. And so how could we use customer data to build a better experience for, for our customers online? Um, and it was while I was at VF that I realized, um, you know, people had done this with, with companies like Stitch Fix and Trunk Club and um, in the apparel business, but there was really nothing like that in beauty yet. And there were so many, there was an overwhelming number of beauty brands launching every day, a new makeup line every day, a new skincare line. So how did we as a consumer kind of filter through everything that was out there to understand what might be best for us? Um, and that's really how I came up with the idea for Swan Beauty um, was to give the consumer that way of shopping for cosmetics as, as you would at a higher end retail store like a Neiman Marcus without having to actually go in face to face with your with your beauty expert behind the counter um, and have that unbiased opinion of somebody that could really show you the best products for you because everyone's everyone's different and unique. 
So your program works very similar to Stitch Fix, and I have a little bit of experience there where you go in and sort of fill out a profile and maybe share your Instagram, really tell the story of who you are, and then you have a, what you call it, a beauty expert internally that maybe pairs up with that consumer uh, that really helps them drive your product to that consumer. Is that right? Exactly. Um, so we have a team of, of very talented makeup artists and estheticians that are very knowledgeable. We carry over 30 brands, um, everyone from Georgie Armani to Augustina Spotter and Shantakai, um, really beautiful brands. And so when you as a consumer come onto our website, um, you take a brief five minute quiz and it you know gives us information on you. Um, you upload a selfie. You don't have to, but we really like it when you do just so we can um, see what you look like. Um, and you tell us any kind of detail. Are you pregnant? Are you nursing? Do you have an allergy to any kind of ingredient? Um, what are you What are you looking for? And we get customers from all walks of life. We actually have a lot of male customers that are looking for skincare regimens um, and just have been, for whatever reason, apprehensive to go to a store to ask, you know, in person. Um, and so from that, um, our, we have some very basic algorithms that kind of do a first pass at it. And then it gets into our experts and they take a look, a look at you and kind of what you're after and really put together these personalized boxes based on what you're, what you're after. Um, a lot of customers are looking for a brand new overhaul of their makeup. Um, a lot of times it's skincare. We get people that are just you know, have had a really bad two years and just want, you know, something to pick, to pick up their, their spirits. So, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just, what a brilliant concept. I know. <laughs> uh, thank you. How old is the company now? So we launched in November of 2020. So we're about, what is that? Eight months. We're about eight months into it. Well, this is just the, yeah, this is just the beginning. And this is why we started the Brand Motors podcast to learn about things like this, because it, we, I just mentioned this on the last podcast, the best entrepreneurs find either a problem and create a solution to that. All you did was take an idea that was created and said, they don't have this in the beauty world. Like, why not? This is perfect. And if anybody's thinking about this, it is not that expensive to really have your own personalized professional that helps you find the exact type of makeup and exact type of things that you need. I mean, I'm looking at pricing 15 and $25 for them to completely refresh your entire makeup and skincare lineup. I mean, that is ridiculously affordable. And I think it would help a lot of women find the products that they need. I think for my wife and specifically, it's not so much about, you know, finding the exact product. It's, it's about how many times you find the wrong product, right? Like how many times you buy something because you think that's going to work for your skin. And then Maybe you have a reaction to it, or maybe it really didn't do what you wanted it to do. And how many women have an entire makeup, you know, cabinet and how much of the stuff do you even use? I don't know. I mean, I don't throw on makeup, so I have no idea. I can't keep up with all that, I, you know, but, but that's I think that's point. a big problem. So very fascinating. And the other thing, you know, and this is, this was just because we had started the idea before COVID. Um, but something with, with makeup that's tough about buying online is you can't try it before you buy it. And so what we do is with every full size product we send to you, we include a sample. We actually make our own samples in our warehouse um, in a very, we call it our sample lab. So that um, every time you get one of our boxes, you have a sample kit and you can try on your entire face um, before you commit to purchasing it. We double seal the product. So if you decide that, you know, your expert, maybe they didn't get it right this time and you want to send it back to us, you just send it back. Um, and so you get a sample of everything to try. You get an instruction chart, which is very detailed about how to apply it, how to get the look at home. 
you get a face diagram that shows you, you know, where to apply it. So we kind of give you all the tools you need to recreate your look at home. It's always really fascinated me. Um, say, for example, you, you get your Stitch Fix box um, and you don't like anything and you send it back. And freight incoming and outgoing is, is both on the company. How yeah. in the world, and, and if you can't share this, I understand, but how in the world do you make that work? Is it just totally a numbers game of enough of your consumers buy uh, to outweigh the, the cost of, of the incoming and outgoing shipping? Because I know we, we experience in our company just freight's always an issue, you know? Yeah. So it, it really fascinates me to, to learn more about how other companies such as yourself and Swan Beauty are, are overcoming those challenges? Yeah, that's a great question because shipping costs are um, some of our big, biggest expenses. And at some point it is kind of a numbers game, a volume game. We're constantly looking at weights of our products. The nice thing about makeup is it doesn't weigh that much. Um, I would say our average package that goes out is about a pound, a pound and a half. We love it when it's under 12 ounces because we can ship first class USPS. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a lot of money. But um, you were constantly looking at those numbers um, because it, it is, um, it's, a, it's expensive. But for us, it's, you know, the cost of, of doing business online in this e-commerce world. I mean, I think the customer really expects free shipping. Um, they're used to shopping on Amazon. And so we really, it's, we feel like it's something we have to do for our customer to make it as easy as possible. I think that you just nailed it. Make it as easy as possible. I think that's the challenge that all businesses through e-commerce are moving into those platforms, or maybe they were a business that didn't even go into e-commerce and now they were forced to during COVID. How are you making that experience as easy as possible? We're in a world where you put on custom custom logos on things, right? Like there's not a lot of easy in that because everything is custom. It's not just pulling a product off a shelf and shipping it. But at the same time, those are the conversations that we're having. How is the experience? How can we make it better? How can we make it easier for the end user? And I think you're nailing that. One question that I have specifically creating Swan Beauty is the fulfillment around that. How do you guys go from providing this amazing service while also working with that many brands, inventorying all of that product, understanding those different levels, Tell us how you guys created the fulfillment around kind of this brand and how that works to make that kind of as easy as possible to, from, from, I guess, start to the door. You know, that's something that we're constantly, you know, reevaluating. We have really good people. Um, I think our team is super important. So having people that um, work at Swan that are just really good communicators, I think, because it's important to stay. I mean, we talk to our brands weekly. Um, and you know, the nice thing about being an e-commerce brand and collecting as much data as we do is we're constantly looking at what's selling, what's performing, you know, how to set our reorder level and, you know, how much inventory to have on hand. Um, and that's something we're still learning, you know, we're eight months in, but that we, we constantly have to look at that and analyze it and, um, just balance it with what, you know, and also, um, the beauty industry is pretty cyclical in terms of when our customers are, are buying and not buying. So taking all those things into account as well. What is like shelf life of makeup? And I mean, is that a dumb question? Because I, I have no idea. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I have no idea. Does it last forever? Does it not? My wife would be like, it's six weeks and then we got to get new stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's not, she's not going to tell yeah, you. Yeah. It's four weeks. I, I need to know. All the husbands out there need to know. Yeah, it's four weeks. Perfect. Um so I, do you go, do you do all of this in the Charlotte area? Tell us a little bit about kind of that side of the business. 
We do. So our warehouse is in Elizabeth, the Elizabeth part of Charlotte, um, which is um, great because it's very convenient. Um, we are about almost grown out of that space. And so we're, we're looking for new warehouse space, which has been a challenge because everyone is moving to an e-commerce model. And so there's not a lot of available warehouse space right now in Charlotte, but um, you know, so we, we do have everything and it's nice because we have our office and our warehouse together. And so when we, we we're just constantly, um, you know, look at, just working with our warehouse team to make sure everything is going as smoothly as we can. Are, are you currently experiencing supply chain issues like the rest of us? Not my husband's in the furniture industry and they, it's pretty bad for them. Um, not to that extent, but yes, a lot of our brands manufacture in places like Italy. Um, and so it's more of a, like out of stock and some of our best selling items. Um, the, the nice thing about what we do is um, because our experts are selecting items for the customer, it's not like the customers seeing what we have and seeing a bunch of out of stocks. For the most part, we can recommend a different item that is in stock for that customer. Oh, so it hasn't cool. been as much of a challenge. Oh yeah, we don't have this, but we have this, or we just yeah. never mentioned that because we know we right. can't get it. <laughs> <That's right. Yeah. laughs> Got it. Very cool. Interested in um, with your entire business, and as you're you're starting to scale, have have you started to see your business go from? And maybe is it just is it national? Is it international? You know, where are your consumers coming from for this platform? So when we launched, um, so my business partner, who's super talented, Lindsay Reagan is a beauty influencer. So when we launched, um, she has a huge following in the North Carolina area and kind of Southeast. Um, so that was definitely where we were pulling from was from that area. Um, she also has a big following in Texas. Um, we, we shipped to all 50 States, um, right now. Um, we're just domestic. We haven't navigated kind of, um, the duties and that export <laughs> fees to ship overseas yet we've had customer requests for that um but we're seeing it expand further west and so i would say our biggest um area of customers is, is definitely still the southeast but we're getting more and more customers um california um and the northeast as well that is so cool I'm looking right now at uh, at the instagram for for lindsay 78,000 followers not too shabby um, I got a, I got a question and this is more advice for businesses that are getting into that e-commerce platform. You look at all of the, the brands, not only if you, let's go back at the very beginning from, from your education at the university of Virginia and going through the businesses that you have worked for, you have obviously started to create your identity, start to understand how business is done, but you create a lot of data around how you make your decisions. And I think there's a lot of companies that want to jump into e-commerce or realize that if they don't get into e-commerce, their business will eventually go the other direction, right? What is your best advice for businesses that are looking to get into e-commerce and what platforms do they need to be on? How do they need to be marketing themselves? And, and maybe just give us a little bit more insight how Swan Beauty in the last eight months has really grown following data, but ultimately being on the right platforms, posting the right things and connecting with their audience in the right manner. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really kind of doing the research um, into your industry and understanding um, what's out there and the best way to um, communicate with your customer. Um, it's funny being now in um, a consumer facing industry like beauty, as opposed to when I started off in fashion with Saks and um, in Louis Vuitton, we had a big where we're starting out in, in online, the advertising landscape has so dramatically changed with things like Instagram and Facebook that didn't exist when I was starting off. 
And so the, um, the marketing spend and where you're put, placing your advertising dollars has so dramatically changed um, that I, you know, it's all a, a large portion of our marketing dollars. I would say the bulk of it goes towards um, social media and digital marketing. Um, and you really have to understand in that space, you know, what's going to make a consumer convert um, and understand, you know, where, where to place your bets and, and put those dollars. And I think it's the brands that can really be authentic um, is, is what is where we're seeing um, what's driving sales for us. Do you have any other products in the works uh, that you plan to launch and make available through your program? Yeah, I mean, I think there's some, you know, right now we're just trying to focus on kind of getting our, our core business model down. I mean, I think with as with technology, we're constantly learning and evolving. I think the goal for us is to really develop almost like a Netflix for beauty. So um, once you're a customer, you can kind of log on and rather than have to go through an expert, it's kind of right there for you. So you can almost you know, we're, we're making um, recommendations for you best based on your past purchase behavior, based on, you know, other customers that have purchased similar and had success with other products. Um, and then we've toyed around with some other things um, as well. But I think just really honing in on, on getting this, getting what we're doing right and making it the best for our customers as it can be is, is our priority. So you are a newer brand specifically with Swan Beauty for the last eight months right here in Charlotte. You know, we are consider ourselves connectors. We want to bring, you know, these stories to light. But what do you need from not only our community, from from leaders? How can we not only share the story of Swan Beauty, but what can this community do for you to continue to make this company a success, obviously by your product. Um, but from that <laughs> perspective, you know, what can our community do? Because I think it's so fascinating to see entrepreneurs in the Charlotte area come up with such amazing ideas. And I feel it, that this community, it's got that kind of small town vibe that we all want to like, you know, encourage each other and help each other out. And if we can continue to grow brands that start right here, that get to a global level or even a national level, like that's something we can all be proud of. And I think it's something that we all want to do. So what does this community, what can we do for you and in, in Swan Beauty? Thank you. I mean, that's such a great question to ask. Um, you know, I think we're constantly, Lindsay and I are constantly looking for, you know, mentors. I think it's always about kind of there's a lot that we don't know because we're new to this. And so um, just as you said, there's a lot of smart people in the Charlotte community that have been there and done this and, and been entrepreneurs and have been successful. And so I think that's always, we're always looking for good mentors and good leaders to kind of just, you know, to give us advice and, and help us navigate a new, a new business and a new startup. Have you, um, have you ever met Michelle Boilo? I have not. Okay. So I'm going to make that connection. So she is the founder of Bella Tuno and that is a local company here that she started in 2005. It's all about baby products, but specifically her entire philosophy is based on giving back. And she has built an amazing company that has done amazing things. Um, they've given back so many, I think it's something like 10 million meals to kids. And it's a, it's a really cool business, but Bella Tuno, I have two kids under the age of three, use their product all the time. It's phenomenal. Um, and she would be somebody that I think would be an amazing uh, mentor, but you guys could both, you know, run together. Her husband's actually a business owner as well and has done really well. So maybe we'll just connect you with that entire family and that would be a good connection there. But yeah, that's what it's all about here on the Brand Builders podcast is to make those connections. But let's jump back into, into Swan Beauty uh, real quick. 
you know, tell us a little bit about the bumps in the road. You know, you started your business literally in the middle of a pandemic. Um, it's not all roses. You've only been doing it now for eight months, but I'm sure there were eight, 16, three years before that, whatever, uh, planning this out. What are some of those bumps that you've experienced and how have you kind of navigated throughout that in the beginning of this, uh, of this new brand? Yeah, I think, um, so when we had the idea for it, COVID wasn't even a thought yet. And so, um, a lot of the beauty brands that we work with are, are based in New York. And I remember one of our first trips, Lindsay and I had gone to New York just, you know, right before everything kind of fell apart. Um, and we thought it would be super easy to just get all these big brands to agree to sell to us. <laughs> and, you know, I think it was, it, that, that was a challenge. I think you had, we really had to prove ourselves and, um, Kind of explain it was such a foreign business concept to um, beauty brands that were just so reliant on the typical traditional wholesale model of selling to Sephora. Um, they didn't really understand, and so it took instead of just taking one meeting to kind of get them to buy into the concept. It, I mean, it would take five. Oh, no. Oh, that for years um, that we're still trying to prove ourselves to. I, so, so I think that for us, um, it was harder than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. how, how long have you been dreaming, uh, dreaming of this up? Yeah. Um, so Lindsay and I met um, in 2018 was the first time we kind of met and started. I actually um, cyber stalked her because I had the idea and knew I needed somebody in the makeup industry, um, to kind of, that was definitely not something that I had. I was, um, terrible with makeup actually. Um, and so I needed somebody that had that experience and credibility. Um, and so we got together and it just kind of, um, worked out that she, you know, really liked the idea and, um, had been, she had been doing these virtual, makeup lessons for some of her followers that had been really successful. And so that we kind of took that um, and came up with a concept for Swan. So it had been in the works for a while. That's fantastic. Um, I actually know Lindsay. It's, it's been a while since I've seen her. I'm not sure if she would remember me or not, but I, I have a lot of contacts within the wedding industry and I know she does a ton of, or used to do a ton of uh, makeup and different things for that event world. Um, so I hope she's doing well and she listens. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you have an awesome partner for yeah, sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And I love, we, we have a lot of businesses that have started over the last couple of years that we will bring on this podcast where it's two, maybe industry stars that are different that have combined to create something that's really cool. And I love that. I mean, we had one recently that was an engineer and an artist and they created together this amazing company. And it's like, you wouldn't think that those two people would combine based on their backgrounds, but then they did. So it was really, really fascinating to hear this. So tell us with, with Swan Beauty now, you know, what's, what's the future for you guys? Like, you know, right now you want to perfect this box. You want to be able to perfect the experience. But where do you envision this business? Is this something that you want to expand to, to different cities? Is this something you just want to expand more on an e-commerce platform? I'd love to kind of hear your dreams, whether they happen or not. But where what do you think about at night? Like, oh, you know, Swan Beauty could be this. Yeah, I mean, I think we'd love to kind of um, just continue to expand um, it domestically and get into as many homes as possible. I mean, I think we have big plans to just 
right now it's just getting the word out about Swan and, um, you know, educating people about what we are and, and what we do and um, spreading the word as much as possible. Um, you know, and I think we'd love, I think, uh, you know, I wouldn't rule out the possibility of doing a few retail stores um, in the future just to kind of get to see it's so much fun. We've been starting to do trunk shows in various cities and it's so fun to see the customer face to face and get to know them that way. But I think our plans really, we would love to kind of just spread the word throughout the US as much as possible. That is so cool. I think this is such a, a great concept. I love um, what you've been able to do here. You know, everyone that, that is listening, please like, share, comment, go check out, you know, Leah, go check out Lindsay, uh, Swan Beauty, go follow them on Instagram. Their Instagram is absolutely beautiful. And I don't even like makeup. You know what I mean? I mean, to be honest, um, no offense, but I, I just don't wear makeup. So it's not my thing, but I think it's beautiful for, for my wife, for a lot of women. I think it makes it easy. I can't wait to tell my wife about it. I can't wait for her to listen to this podcast because it just makes it easy. And honestly, I don't know, you know, my, I, 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 all right, I'm going to back up here. I think this would be my advice. Can we have a portal for men that can buy a box for their wife where we can secretly send a picture and you guys design something? Is that something you can do? Yeah. All right. So all, right. all right, men. If you want a personalized <laughs> gift and you want to impress them, get in touch with Leah. I, this is perfect. I'm now I've come up with my own idea that they already do, but I'm so excited about that. You can get a personalized box for your wife or girlfriend or your, your sister or your mom. And I think the coolest thing about it is they give you the samples. So even if they get it and they don't like any of it, you can return it all. No big deal. So that's a brilliant. That's concept. not ideal for Leah though. Yeah, don't ret- don't return any. But you don't, there's no way if you're getting a box from Swan Beauty, there might be four or five products in there. There is no way you are not liking all of them, right? Um, there's no way. So, so cool, Leah. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, on this episode, it's it's been a pleasure to get to know you a little bit more, learn more about you know your journey. Uh, it's so exciting to see where this brand is going to go. We wish you the absolute best. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you all having me. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you for investing your time with us this morning. We really appreciate it. 100%. So thank you so much. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.